Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read from Nehemiah chapter 4, starting in verse 7 and going to verse 23. Just a quick recap. Nehemiah has been given a God-fueled vision, desire. He's been awakened to something by God to rebuild the city walls of Jerusalem. And so with this confidence and support from God and King Artaxerxes, he travels to Jerusalem, he rallies the people together, and they begin the incredible work on the wall. And they're making great progress, but they've run into some opposition. And so let's continue the story. But when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabs, Ammonites, and Ashadites heard that the work was going ahead and that the gaps in the wall of Jerusalem were being repaired, they were furious. They all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem and throw us into confusion. But we prayed to our God and guarded the city day and night to protect ourselves. Then the people of Judah began to complain. The workers are getting tired and there's so much rubble to be moved. We'll never be able to build the wall by ourselves. Meanwhile, our enemies were saying, before they know what's happening, we will swoop down on them and kill them and end their work. The Jews who lived near the enemy came and told us again and again, they will come from all directions and attack us. So I placed armed guards behind the lowest parts of the wall in the exposed areas. I stationed the people to stand guard by families armed with swords, spears, and bows. Then, as I looked over the situation, I called together the nobles and the rest of the people, and I said to them, Don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord, who is great and glorious, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. And when our enemies heard that we knew of their plans and that God had frustrated them, we all returned to our work on the wall. But from then on, only half my men worked, while the other half stood guard, with spears, shields, bows, and coats of mail. The leaders stationed themselves behind the people of Judah, who were building the wall. The laborers carried on their work, with one hand supporting their load, and one hand holding a weapon. All the builders had a sword belted to their side. The trumpeter stayed with me to sound the alarm. And then I explained to the nobles and the officials and all the people, the work is very spread out, and we are widely separated from each other along the wall. When you hear the blast of the trumpet, rush to wherever it's sounding. Then our God will fight for us. We worked early and late from sunrise to sunset, and half the men were always on guard. I also told everyone living outside the walls to stay in Jerusalem. That way, they and their servants could help with guard duty at night and work during the day. During this time, none of us, not I, nor my relatives, nor my servants, nor the guards who were with me, ever took off our clothes. We carried our weapons with us at all times, even when we went for water. And so in the story, we have the enemies of God's people growing and opposing this work. They see a walled Jerusalem as a threat. And... They wanted to put a stop to the rebuilding efforts. They were upset by the progress, and so they began to criticize and mock the people who were working, and they poked fun of their work, hoping to stop their work. And they also began to threaten the people. 
here's the thing. When you join God in seeking to bring about change, or you take the risk of starting something new, of pursuing a vision, of pursuing a calling, of wanting to be a part of God bringing about his way, his will, his healing to a situation or circumstance, whether it's in your family or your neighborhood or your workplace or our community or country, when we get out of our comfort zone to follow after God, you will most likely find critics. (laughs) There are always people there while you're trying to create who just want to criticize. And many times it's not a positive criticism. And so when that happens, they're there ready to knock you and your project down. For Nehemiah, when he faced this, when the people were facing this in the middle of their work in Jerusalem on the wall, uh, this had become a dangerous situation. Their critics not only wanted to put a stop to their work, they were threatening at any moment to put an end to their lives. The people's dream was experiencing an external, an outside threat. However, a new threat was brewing as well. The rebuilding of the wall started with great momentum and excitement, but now Nehemiah was faced with workers who were on the wall, who were discouraged, who were anxious, who were complaining. They were tired. They faced difficult work, conditions, dust, rubble. The ruins of many years were becoming difficult to manage for the workers, and the workers were also fearful that their enemies would attack at any moment. Nehemiah responded to these threats by preparing defenses and calling the people together. Sometimes you need to have a come to Jesus meeting, right? You're starting to lose your mind. You're getting in over your head. You're feeling under attack. People are starting to be critical. It's, it's a struggle and you need to call a family meeting, right? And this is what Nehemiah does. He calls them together and he reminds them that they are not alone. Maybe you need to hear that today. You're not alone. He reminded them that this project, this process, is God's doing, and that God would fight for them. Nehemiah is filling the people with courage that God would assist them in battle if it came to that. Their work was his work. Their mission was God's mission. Therefore, God would be their ally in this struggle. And so this work, this change, this calling was worth fighting for. He gave them perspective. The message was delivered to the people and, their, and as well to their enemies. So their enemies find out about it. And so they were able to continue building the wall. Nehemiah found courage from remembering that the work they were doing was God's work. He went back and remembered where this whole thing got started from. He trusted God to help them. But as they continued to build the wall, he showed great wisdom in being well prepared for possible attack. He made adjustments. And so Nehemiah, let's look at his leadership. Let's look at how he handled this situation of opposition. He First and foremost, he prayed and stayed true to the vision as well as revising his original plan. The original plan is everyone works. We're going to get this done as soon as possible, but now that's just not possible. We have to change our strategy. We have to make an adjustment to our plan so that the vision can go forward. He had to make necessary adjustments. And so what were some of the adjustments he made? Well, he had half his 
people working and the other half guarding. The builders were armed, so they didn't have two hands to work with. They had one hand to be ready. He put together an alarm system to call people from all across the city to rally to fight. He encouraged those living outside the cities to stay in the city so they would not be vulnerable and so they could assist in guarding the city at night. He positioned guards and people at the lowest and exposed places of the wall. And the people, including Nehemiah, here's the thing about Nehemiah, he gets his hands dirty. He is involved in this process. He's not living large, directing everyone. He's involved. He and his family, all the leaders, all the people kept their clothes on. Now you might think, well, that's probably a good thing. (laughs) But in other words, here's the thing. They were always prepared for attack. They were all in. They were committed. Nehemiah is a man of faith and he's a man of preparation. And so what about us today? When we seek to make a change in the world around us, when we speak up for something that's just not right and we want to make a change, when we want to pursue a God-fueled vision and calling, we will face opposition. I'm challenged by Nehemiah's leadership and example. First and foremost, what does he do? Time after time when Nehemiah faces an issue, he prays. He prays, he prays, and he's reminded who loves him and who has his back. He's reminded about who God is and who he is as a result. And I think it's important for us to lean into God, to cry out to him, to depend on him, to find courage from him in these kind of moments. And so so throughout this whole story, Nehemiah seems to go to God first in prayer, time after time. For me, sometimes when difficult things happen, I get discouraged and despair can set in and I just want to give up. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you're feeling under attack or you're facing opposition or you're getting continued criticism for a dream or a vision or a desire that you have for change and you find yourself in a pile of rubble and anxious. Let's follow Nehemiah's example and stop everything and pray and remember who God is and who we are as his children. Let's bring our concerns and cares to him in prayer. Prayer puts opposition and criticism and threats in perspective. And then once we've prayed, let's prepare and be flexible. This was Nehemiah's example. He made adjustments. We need to be willing to revise our plans to accomplish the vision, to do the necessary wise and difficult things to make the necessary changes in our original plan. And that can be difficult because sometimes we get more excited about how we're going to accomplish something, how we're going to pursue a calling or a vision than the actual vision or purpose or change that we want to make. They become sacred cows. Making adjustments in strategy or planning can feel like a failure. However, when facing criticism, opposition, attack, and challenges, we may need to change our plans to stay true to the calling or vision. And so what about us today? A couple questions to close us out. Where are you experiencing opposition, criticism, or attack? And then, have you, like Nehemiah, gone first to God in prayer? The invitation is to get perspective and remember who God is and who you are. And so, have you gone to God in prayer? first. And then are you, like Nehemiah, willing to make adjustments to how you are pursuing something so you can see what you are pursuing accomplished? Are you willing to keep the vision in front of you, keep the main thing the main thing, 
and set aside some of the strategy and make adjustments if necessary. What may need changing in your plans? And so what's God saying to you, and what will be your response today? Let's pray. God, we thank you for inviting us into your work. We thank you that you are our God, our Father, our King. And so, God, in the middle of difficulty that we might be going through, opposition, criticism, attack, struggle, difficulty, anxiety, fear, all the different things we may be going through, remind us that you're with us. Remind us that we're not alone, that you will fight with us. And then, God, show us the next steps to take to be faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.